Porn Free Radio, Episode 75, Five Lies That Keep Us Coming Back to Porn. Hey y'all, this is Matt. What's up? Welcome back. I am amped today. I'm like so excited. I don't know what it is. I think Dunkin' Donuts didn't give me a decaf today. I think they gave me a calf. So you're getting a fully caffeinated episode of Porn Free Radio. And I want to start with two reviews that came in from iTunes in the last two weeks that just totally got me excited. It got me so excited. I felt like one of those like hip hop guys. Like I really wanted like an air horn or something to, to share my excitement. Um, you know, kind of something like this, you know, you know, you know, something like this, something just to get, get really hyped up because these hype me up. Uh, so let me read these two awesome reviews all right here's the first one this comes from ec midwesterner from the usa this can change your life if this is something you've ever struggled with and need help download this now (laughs) do not put it off do not wait for your life to change this is the review whether you are deep in a struggle and don't know where to start or need ongoing encouragement to know what you are fighting for, this is absolutely an amazing series. Matt had the courage to share his story with the rest of us and has made us realize that we are not alone in this struggle. I cannot imagine how many thousands of people he has helped through this selfless act. The podcasts are informative, they're practical and powerful. This has helped me tremendously and believe me when I say, if it can help me, it can certainly help you. Matt, we all thank you. Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, ECM Midwesterner. All right, let me read the next one here. This is incredible too. Game-changing podcast. Love it. This comes from Corkles36 from the USA. I listen regularly and look forward to new releases. Matt is incredibly open and direct. He is clear in his intent to make a difference and regularly answers questions or gives feedback based on communications with his listeners. This is my favorite podcast. Wow. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Okay. You guys are probably, you guys have probably had enough, especially if you're new, you're like, what is going on? Anyway, I'm excited today. Today we're going to dig into a topic I like to call five lies that keep us coming back to porn. I'm going to dig into five of the biggest lies we've believed. And I'm actually going to also give you five truths. Let's get started. Welcome to Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast where motivated guys who want to quit looking at porn, get hope, and take action. Even if you feel lost right now or out of control, you can recover and live a meaningful life, free from shame and full of love. Now here's your host, coach and podcaster, Matt Dobschutz. Hello and welcome back to this episode of Porn Free Radio. This is the podcast for guys who want to live 100% porn free. Now, as I mentioned at the top of the show, I am amped today. I am so amped. I, You guys are going to think this is fake, like fake enthusiasm. It's not. I have drank a lot of coffee and I'm excited. I'm partly excited because my sons went back to camp uh, this week. They were home last week. It was kind of crazy. So this is my first day in my office with quiet where I can focus on Porn Free Radio, and I'm excited to record this episode. So it's not false enthusiasm. It's not fake. It is real. I will not hit the air horn again. Well, okay, maybe one more time. Okay, that's it. That's the last air horn. I will not play anymore. I'm not a rapper. This is Porn Free Radio. This is a podcast. This is about recovery, and we're not supposed to have too much fun, right? I mean, this is this is serious stuff that we're talking about. So I need to pull it together. So today we're talking about five lies that keep us coming back to porn. These are the biggies. These are the ones I hear over and over. They're not always said the same way, but they're the lies that we believe, the mistaken beliefs 
that just grease the wheels for us to go right back to porn. So we'll get into those in a second. But first, I have a couple of big announcements. And the first one is this. I have gotten emails like for the last two years. Porn Free Radio has been on the air for two years. This is episode 75. I have gotten so many emails where people are like, Matt, don't stop doing this show. It's critical to my recovery. It's something I've integrated. I listen to the show regularly each week in order to encourage my recovery. They're like, don't stop doing it. Don't stop doing it. Keep the podcast coming. Okay. So that's one thing I get a lot. A second one is if I ever miss a week, if I ever miss a week, or if I take a couple of weeks off, I start getting panic emails. And the emails are like, did you stop doing the podcast? Please don't stop doing the podcast. You have to keep doing it. So there's a lot of interest. There's a lot of interest in me continuing to do the podcast. Now, here's the announcement. This is the important part. I, last year, now if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you've heard me over two years. And when I first started, I was working a corporate job. I was working a full-time job in marketing and I'm doing the podcast on the side. So in episodes one through, I don't know, 30 or 40, you might hear me talking about being at work. You might hear me talking about uh, just the balance of home and work life, uh, the stress of work. You might, be, you might hear me talking about work or whatever. But here's the truth. Uh, last year in June of 2015, I transitioned from my corporate job into a home business where I work for myself. And a major part of what I do is porn-free radio that involves coaching, involves writing, but it's the podcast. And so some of you guys don't know that. Some of you think maybe this is still kind of a part-time thing that I do when I can, but it's actually become the primary way uh, that I make income, the way I do my life. And so that, I just wanted to let you know that because some people don't realize that. Some people don't realize that. So what is the announcement? The announcement is this. For the first time in two years, I've made a way for you to invest in Porn Free Radio. And what it is, is I set up a Patreon account. Patreon is a website that allows you to contribute to creators, specifically to people who are creating content that you resonate with that's important that you want to support. It's really a way that you can invest in what we're doing in Porn Free Radio. And as you invest, it allows me to spend more time on the podcast creating content. Now, sometimes I have to balance the podcast with other consulting or coaching work that I do uh, in order to make money. With your investment, with your help, I can start to put even more time into creating the content for the podcast, also for some of the resources that I, that I give away for free, some of the videos I've made and other things like that. So here's the way you can support Porn Free Radio. Go to pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. That's pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. That will take you to the Patreon site. At Patreon, you can create a patron account, which allows you to support the show. You create a little login and you set up your payment and it takes a payment every month from you supporting the show. Now, there's different levels of support that actually get you rewards. There's actual things you can get for supporting the show. And it's just like if you've ever seen, you know, public radio or public uh, television, when they do a fun drive, there's things you can get. There's things that you can be a part of. And again, I don't have any problem asking you for this. You want to know why? Because you tell me that this is important. This is, I'm constantly being told that this is really important. And so I want to just give you a way to give back. I want to give you a way to invest. And some of you, you know, you don't need to do coaching with me. You don't need, you're not particularly interested in buying anything. You just like the podcast and that's cool. That's what this is for. If you like this podcast, if you find value in it, if you want to help get the word out to other guys who are struggling, then contribute to Porn Free Radio directly and that's it. I, I won't ask you for anything else. Pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. Pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. 
get on there, sign up. You can give monthly, you can give one time. There's different levels of rewards. It's a great reminder for you of your own commitment to recovery. Every time that you make a payment to Porn Free Radio, supporting us, investing in what we're doing, it's a great reminder of your commitment to be porn free. So do it today. Go to pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. All right, I did tease a second announcement and I'll make it short. In two weeks on June 27th, I will be announcing a summer program that's a special opportunity for you to take your recovery to the next level. It's bigger than anything I've done before and it's gonna be really cool. There's gonna be a lot of cool things uh, related to this program. It's gonna be a short program that will finish before September, um, but I'm real excited about doing this and sharing this with you. So make sure to be listening over the next two weeks. I'm gonna tease it. If you're not on my mailing list, go to pornfreeradio.com, sign up for one of the trainings or download something, get on my list. Uh, so that you get this announcement for this new program. Again, I'll be announcing it June 27th. All right, let's get into this episode. Today we are talking about the five lies that keep us coming back to porn. Now, these are lies that I have uh, put kind of kind of put together after years of talking to guys, uh, whether it's in coaching or getting emails or whether it's my own recovery, I've started hearing these similar kinds of statements. They're mistaken beliefs, they're lies that we believe that usually precede us acting out. Right before a relapse, one of these lies goes through our head which allows us to give ourselves the green light to go back to the porn. And so let's get into these lies right now. I wanna, I wanna get into them. So now the way we're gonna structure this show is I'm gonna go through all of these lies. I'm gonna go through the whole mindset that comes up with these lies, with these mistaken beliefs and how they affect us. And in the conclusion of today's show, I'm gonna come up with five truths, five truths that you can commit to memory that are anecdotes I'm sorry, I always get that that phrase messed up. Anecdote, not anecdote, anecdotes to these lies um, that you can commit to memory and you can start putting in your recovery plan. Okay, so let's get into it. Let's get into lie number one. Now, lie number one really affects us when we're alone. Now, many guys describe uh, just getting a few minutes alone, even just t- as, 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 as little as 10 minutes of alone time, unaccountable time, where there's this huge sense that, wow, this is a great opportunity to act out with porn. This is like a super opportunity. Like you almost can't stop it. You, you're alone. You have a few minutes, a window of opportunity, and immediately you're right at the porn. So what's the lie that's going on that sort of makes this opportunity um, this alone opportunity so enticing. So what, what drives us? And for me, what it was, I've, I've kind of crystallized it down into one phrase. Nobody sees me, so nobody loves me. Okay, now listen to that real closely. Nobody sees me, so nobody loves me. Now, if you listen to that that phrase, it sounds kind of childlike, almost like a like a hide and seek. Like if I hide in the closet from my parents, then they don't know where I am anymore. Like I'm disconnected, um, and it's like child logic almost. But man, this is so powerful. This idea that the moment we get alone, we feel unseen, and when we feel unseen. We believe the lie that nobody loves us, that nobody really cares about us. And, you know, you might think this is a little uh, nostalgic or, or maybe it's, it sounds a little trite, but this is so true. When you really think about why do you fear being alone? Like, what is it in you that gets triggered when you're alone? Um, I bet you it comes down to this lie. This idea of either not being seen or uh, that 
you know, you're not loved or you feel disconnected. It's like basically when you're alone, it's like you you're like, um, you, you know, when you're with people and in connection, you're like plugged into an outlet. And when you get alone, it's like the outlets unplugged. Um, that's what happens. And this nobody sees me idea, this nobody loves me, it really makes porn attractive because in porn, as we look at the woman on the screen or the man on the screen, whatever we're acting out towards, we look at them and there's a part of us that wants to be seen. There's a narcissistic part of us that wants to be worshipped or seen. And we sense that somehow in that intimacy, in that connection between us and the pixels, that we're being seen. Now, it's a complete uh, lie. It doesn't happen. We're not seen. We're by ourselves. But it gives the illusion that we're connecting and being seen. It also gives the election of love sometimes or, or, or maybe deep intimacy. I mean, let's face it. Not all sex on screen is, you know, kisses and, and bubble baths. I mean, there can be a real deep, um, you know, it can be really... There can be all sorts of things that happen, it, but uh, there's an intimacy that's exchanged either through nakedness, through through sexual acts, whatever it is, there's an intimacy. And so that that is a substitute for love. And there's a charge that we get out of it. So that's the first one, lie. Nobody sees me, so nobody loves me. Lie number two is, oh my gosh, this is like, this should be, this is the double platinum lie. This is the lie that gets more guys into trouble. It's gotten millions of guys into trouble. I deserve this. And it's real simple. It comes out of a sense of entitlement. And this can be for good reasons. It can be for bad reasons. You could have a bad day. You could be stressed out. And you could say, man, I... I'm really stressed out. I did a lot of work today. I worked hard today. I deserve this. I need a little treat, a reward. You know, it could be for good reasons. Hey, I did a great job today. I'm feeling great. I'm not feeling any stress at all. I just want to put a cherry on the top of my day. I deserve this, right? You deserve a break today. I mean, why is that McDonald's? Uh, why, why is that McDonald's um, uh, uh, jingle from like 30 or 40 years ago still in our popular conscience? Because it so taps into this feeling. You deserve a break. Hey, go ahead. Have a little treat. You know, treat yourself. Hashtag. You know, I mean, it is just the most common thing. And, you know... The funny part about it is a lot of times guys tell me all the reasons that they want to give up porn. They talk about their wife and their marriage and their kids, their ministry. They talk about their job. They talk about all the responsibilities that should keep them from wanting to look at porn. And you know what I say? Wow, you got a lot on your plate. There's a lot of things, a lot of people depending on you, a lot of things that are going on in your world where you're taking care of things, where you're um, the main kind of cog, you know, when you're the dad in the family, uh, when you're uh, the boss at work, when you're the minister, the pastor, the community leader, right? The, the teacher, when you're in one of those positions where you're serving people, where people are depending on you, guess what? You come home and you think, I deserve this. Like, I'm doing all this other stuff. The more responsibility you have in life, the more you have to lose, the more things that can feed into this lie that I deserve this. Okay, so sometimes people think all the responsibilities, all the obligations, all the the good things in their life, the good responsibilities should help them to stay away from porn. And they are powerful motivators, but a lot of times they add to the to the load. They add to the feeling of, oh, man, I want to take care of myself. I deserve this. So that's number two, man, that's that's killed more guys. That's killed more guys. Uh, in in recovery that's gotten more guys off track than any of the others 
So nobody sees me. Nobody loves me. That's lie number one. Number two, I deserve this. I deserve a break today. I deserve it. Okay, lie number three. In the grand scheme of things, this is pretty harmless. Now, this is a way that we rationalize porn. We rationalize porn behaviors. And this is the thing that's kind of funny. Because no matter what kind of porn you're in, no matter how escalated it's gotten, whether you're just looking at JCPenney's, is there still JCPenney's? Uh, whether you're still lo- looking at, um, you know, the Victoria's Secret catalog that comes to your wife via the mail, like if that's your main way of acting out, right up into um, doing webcams or meeting people on Craigslist. There's rationales all along the way that in the grand scheme of things, this is pretty harmless. No one ever started doing um, porn thinking, uh, wow, this is really big. I just crossed over into, you know, no man's land. Everyone starts with the idea that this is harmless. And what happens is the, the farther we get into it, the more we rationalize more risky and aggressive behaviors and more and we we rationalize it and and as we start to say listen to porn free radio or start to get tips and we dial back some of our porn use uh, this also comes into play we start comparing our acting out with other people like hey we're not as bad as this guy he struggles like this or we remember our old self where we really got into a lot of trouble and we're like, well, I'm just on Twitter. I'm not doing what I used to do. We keep telling ourselves in the grand scheme of things, this is pretty harmless. And it's a way of sort of ignoring the consequences. It's a way of ignoring uh, the real effects that porn has on us. And it, it, it also ignores the cost of continuing to go to the porn. Um, You know, maybe you could make an argument that a one-time thing, you know, like when you were a child and you you see a magazine and you kind of were interested, there's a curiosity. Maybe you could make an argument that in the grand scheme of things, that wasn't that harmful. It just, it's something you came across, you were interested because you were growing, you were maybe in adolescence. Um. But the problem is, is we're not little boys anymore, right? We're not curious teenagers anymore. Most of us are, are way into adult life. And we're still acting like little boys, hiding with our magazines, hiding with our, our cell phones. And, and we're still telling ourselves the same thing, that in the grand scheme of things, this is pretty harmless. Now, that's a big one. So lie number one, nobody sees me, so nobody loves me. Number two, I deserve this. Number three, in the grand scheme of things, this is pretty harmless. Lie number four, I can't do this. It's impossible to give it up. I can't do recovery. I can't be porn free. It's impossible for me. And this lie gets in there because at some point, we made a half commitment to ourselves to try to stop. And when I say a half commitment, our intention was to stop. But we really didn't take the steps needed to stop. We didn't eliminate the, the, the maybe the, the, the way that we could act out. We didn't uh, make it harder for ourselves to act out. We didn't tell anybody about it. There's all sorts of things that we didn't do uh, to give up. Or I'm sorry, not to give up, but to to quit. And what happened is we relapsed. We, you know, we really didn't make a clean break with it. And so we slipped right back to it. And this lie comes in. Well, that didn't work. Yeah, you tried a filter, but you didn't really set it up in a way that you couldn't get around it. You know, you didn't have someone else set the password for it. Uh, You weren't honest with your accountability partner. Uh, You never eliminated the, the stash that you had of porn in your basement, in your old computer. There's all sorts of things we do 
uh, that keep us from really going for it. And it feeds right in this lie. Well, that didn't work, so it's impossible. Now, we'll get into the truths in a second, but that's a real feeling that people have. When you continue to sort of um, make a resolution to quit something um, and you have intention to do it and you don't do it, every time you don't do it, it undermines your confidence and it undermines uh, your 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 um, uh, proactiveness. It, 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 it undermines your ability to take action. It makes you more passive. And so that starts to feel really real. That lie feels really real that I can't do this. And you, your mind even tells you that you have evidence because you've sort of tried, right? And you have all these failures in your mind. Uh, and so it's real easy to just buy into it, that it's impossible to give it up. So that's a big one. All right, lie number one, nobody sees me, so nobody loves me. Lie number two, I deserve this. Number three, in the grand scheme of things, this is pretty harmless. Lie number four, I can't do this. It's impossible to give up. And lie number five, I can figure this out without asking for help. This one gets us over and over and over again. We want to try to figure this out on our own. That might even be why you're listening to Porn Free Radio. Now, you're listening to me talk, which is great, and you're getting some ideas, but am I a substitute for going to someone else for help, for exposing yourself, for being real with someone, getting truthful? Is this an easy way to avoid the shame that we might feel telling our wives or telling our friends about how out of control we are in this area? Sometimes it can be. And I don't want Porn Free Radio to be that for you. I want it to be a catalyst for you to take action. And so, you know, you guys are all the time, they're going on Reddit and they're, they're posting all these questions and they're doing research, right? And they're getting books from Amazon and they're watching videos on YouTube and the whole, the, the reason why they're spending so much time taking in all this information is it's a way to try to figure this out without asking for help. And why don't we want to ask for help? Well, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to say as a guy that you're out of control with anything, right? It's embarrassing to have to admit that we have a problem. It's embarrassing maybe if we have friends who either don't struggle in this area or don't care about it. They don't think it's that big of a deal. They're, they've really given them the idea that it's pretty harmless or that it's just something they do, right? But we realize that those lies, those, those mistaken beliefs are not working for us. And so, but we want to still continue to, to labor under the idea that if we just get more information, we can change without asking for help, without looking bad, because we don't want to look bad, right? We want to look like we have it together. Talk to some guys who, who their jobs or their avocation, the thing that they do in life, uh, they have a lot of energy invested in looking good. You know, whether they're a politician, whether they're a pastor, uh, whether they're a teacher, uh, whether they're uh, a caregiver of some sort where people look up to them. There's a lot of investment in looking good. And so looking bad is like the worst thing possible. And so that lie just continues to perpetuate uh, porn. That, that all we need to do is keep reading about it, getting information, and we can help ourselves. And the truth is, that doesn't work. It's a lie. It keeps us going back to the porn. So nobody can see me. Nobody loves me. I deserve this. In the grand scheme of things, this is pretty harmless. I can't do this. It's impossible to give up. And I can figure this out without asking for help. I got this, right? I got this. I, I tell this story uh, over the winter. I had a pipe burst in front of my house. 
And a neighbor who I'd never met before rings my doorbell. I answer the door and it looks like it's raining. My neighbor is standing under an umbrella. Now, what you need to know is it was about 10 degrees out. So it would be impossible for it to be raining. But he's standing there with an umbrella and he says, there's a pipe that bursts in front of your house. And even though I'd never met him before, he said, do you want some help? My first instinct as a guy, and even though I'm a new homeowner in a new neighborhood, my first instinct was, I got this. I don't know who you are, strange guy, neighbor, but I don't need your help. I can figure this out on my own. And luckily I went, I I caught myself thinking this lie. And I said, yes, I need your help. What was your name again? And this guy's name was Jed. And he went into action. He said, uh, hey, let's get a garbage can lid and put it over this, this burst pipe so that we can stop the geyser that's flooding your lawn right now from, and so we can get an idea of what's, what's wrong. And we diagnosed the problem. We figured out where it was coming from. It was coming from a sprinkler uh, main. We followed the water line into the house. We went down in the basement and Jed found an access panel that we unscrewed and we opened it up. Lo and behold, there was a valve and Jed, uh, you know, turned off the valve, turned off the water that was flooding my lawn. I mean, it's 10 degrees too. So just imagine, uh, the water and the freezing, freezing water. And, um, and this all, this whole exchange happened in about four minutes from us, you know, from him asking, do you need help to getting the water shut off? And if I would have said no, I don't know if I would have found it myself. I, I, I have no idea what would have happened. I wouldn't have known who to call. Um, it, it was just great that he asked if I needed help. And the truth is that's what we're like with porn. Um, and I, I think this podcast is a little bit like Jed coming to the door, ringing the bell going, do you need help? Do you really need help? And when you answer yes, and when you start to take action, that's, that's you pressing into the help. So let's get into, uh, let's get into what are some of the truths that are behind these lies Uh, that we can really embrace in our lives. Now, the first question I want you to ask yourself, and this is the action that I want you to take. I want you to ask yourself, which lie is tripping you up? Is it that nobody sees me, nobody loves you? Is it the the lie that you hear when you're alone? Uh, Is it the, you deserve a break today? I deserve this. Is that the lie? Are you continuing to be entitled when you go towards the porn? Is it this continual lie where you're weighing porn behaviors, whether whether they're small or whether they're great, against other things in life, and just basically coming to the conclusion that this is kind of harmless? Is that the lie that you're believing? Is it that you can't do this, that you're just you've tried and you can't do it and it's impossible? So why why bother? Is it kind of that passive lie? Or is it that you continue to want to do this on your own. No one knows about this in your life and you're continuing to try to figure it out on your own. Which one is it? What's tripping you up? Think about the last couple of times you acted out. Was one of those lies kind of taking the lead? Was one of those lies the thing that was getting uh, getting you you know, towards the porn? Did that, did that lie help accelerate you into the porn? All right, once you have that one, here's what I want you to do. This week, I want you to get up in the morning and I want you to say an affirmation five times. Now, here are the truths behind all the lies. Okay, let's let's do lie number one. Nobody sees me, nobody loves me. This is the truth and this is what you can say in the morning. I can be seen. I am worthy of love. When I am alone, I can hold on to love. Okay, that's kind of wordy, but let me say it again. I can be seen. I am worthy of love. And when I'm alone, I can hold on to love. Now, that last phrase, I can hold on to love. Uh, one of my clients said, said it like this. <laughs> he said, 
when I can't hold love in my heart, I want to hold it in my c <laughs> Can you believe that? When I can't hold love in my heart, I want to hold it in my c That's right. I beeped out that word. You know what word I'm talking about. And that, that that's it sometimes. We, we feel the aloneness. We feel that lie that nobody sees me so nobody loves me. And we want to feel love. And we're having trouble holding it in our hearts. But the truth is, we can hold it, hold on to it. We can remind ourselves that we can be seen, that we're worthy of love, and that we can hold on to love in our hearts. So say that each morning, five times. I can be seen. I'm worthy of love. And when I'm alone, I can hold on to love. All right. So let's say that you struggle with the I deserve this, the entitled one. Start your day by saying this truth. I deserve good care. My needs are important. Actually, make it I deserve good self-care. My needs are important. I deserve good self-care. My needs are important. Say that five times. Why is that important? Because you do deserve care. You have needs. You are taking care of things. You are doing hard things at work. You are responsible. If you're an adult in our society, an adult guy, if you have a family, if, you're, uh, if you have a job, there's stress. There's things on your plate that take a lot of your energy and you deserve good care. You have needs. When we ignore our needs, when we ignore good self-care, it makes the lie, I deserve this, really tantalizing. Because there's some truth in it. There's truth that we deserve good care. And this is and so when we give into that lie and go to the porn, we're take we're trying to take care of ourselves. So start your day with I deserve good care. I deserve good self-care. My needs are important. Remind yourself of that and look for ways to get good self-care. Look for ways to talk about your needs, to ask for what you need. I remember, uh, I think I had a podcast where I talked about, it's okay to call a friend up when you're down and say, hey, I'm feeling kind of down today. I could use some encouragement. We never think that. We think, when we're alone, we think, man, I wish this guy would call. Or I wish I could get together with somebody. We're kind of passive. But you can actually call someone and say, man, I'm down today. I could use some encouragement. Just put the ball in their court. You know, ask for what you need. But start your day with that. All right, are you struggling with the pretty harmless lie? Here's what you can start your day with. Porn is toxic to me. Even a little bit can make me sick. You know, if you're lactose intolerant, right? Like if you get really sick when you drink milk, you don't spend your time thinking, how much of milk can I drink before I get really sick? You don't drink it at all. You avoid it, right? I, uh, um, I think my pastor was talking. He goes, in marriage, you don't, you don't spend your time, spending a lot of time in your marriage thinking, how much can I do? Like, how, how much can I cheat on my wife before she won't forgive me anymore? You, you don't try to push those boundaries, right? But for some reason with porn, we still give into the idea that it's harmless. But the truth is porn is toxic to you that you've identified that this is an issue, that even little behaviors can get you off track. So say this five times in the morning. Porn is toxic to me. Even a little bit can make me sick. And you know what a little bit is. Is it a search? Is it a hashtag? Uh, Is it a a two-minute video clip? You know what a little bit is. Is it just a double look? I mean, it, it can be all sorts of things. Um, it could be 
calling a 1-900 number and just listening to the menu, right? It, there's all sorts of things that we can do that are little, where we, we try to take a little bit, where we try to get a little sneak peek. But the truth is porn is toxic to you. And don't compare yourself to other people. This isn't about other people. You know, people um, who have an allergy to peanuts don't go around going, hey, well, this other person can eat Snickers. They don't eat peanuts because peanuts makes them sick, right? It's not about what other people can do or can't do. It's about you. So porn is toxic to you even a little bit can make me sick. All right, truth number four. What if you what if you what if you think I can't do this? Uh, it's impossible. I want you to say this truth. I can't do this perfectly, but I can do this. Now, why is this important to say this? I, I, um, I can't do this perfectly, but I can do this. We don't think of ourselves as perfectionists, right? We think of ourselves, I think if you look at porn, you don't think of yourself as someone who's a perfectionist. You think, man, I kind of make mistakes a lot, right? Because we think that perfectionism is about not making any mistakes. But perfectionism is more of an obsession with the idea of not making mistakes. And a lot of us have, are obsessed with the idea of not making mistakes. That's why this lie is so powerful. Whenever we have a failure, we don't take it as an opportunity to learn, to get better, to grow. We take it as a um, indication that this is impossible, as sort of evidence that this is impossible. But that's perfectionism. That's giving into the lie. If I can't do this perfectly, I can't do it. But the truth is, you can't do it perfectly. You're not going to be perfect, but you can do it. Because I've done it. Because other guys have done it. You know, I, I have a favorite phrase of mine by G.K. Chesterton. Anything worth doing is worth doing badly. You have to be willing to make mistakes. You have to be willing to keep, uh, keep troubleshooting, keep working on your plan until you get yourself safe, until you eliminate the porn. And that involves trial and error. It involves making mistakes. Um. And this is really important. So I, can do, I can't do this perfectly, but I can do it. This falls right, this leads right into number five. Again, this idea of looking good, this idea of uh, creating an acceptable image for other people, um, that's where number five comes in. And the truth in number five is when we, when we feel like we can figure this out without asking for help, when we give into that lie, that's where this truth comes in. Number five, I need others to get free. Porn wants me to stay alone. I need others to get free. Porn makes me want to stay alone. Now, I said some of the reasons we don't want to go to others is we want to look good. So we're obsessed with that acceptable image, meaning we need to be perfect. We need to be a good boy. Um, those types of things. We don't want to look bad. But the truth is, in order to get free, we need others. Our porn addiction has thrived, has grown, has exploded exponentially in aloneness and isolation. So what makes you think that healing is going to come in aloneness and isolation? It's antithetical. It's the opposite. Healing from porn addiction comes in relationships. It comes in connection. Porn, as much as people want to say it's about your brain and it's about brain science and habits and blah, 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 whatever. I mean, you know, these sort of ideas. As much as people want to say that, it is a relational, a relational uh, addiction. It's we want relational needs met through our porn. You know, whether it's the feeling of being loved, accepted, seen, uh, you know, all those things are, are things we're looking for in porn. And so the idea that somehow we're going to read a book or listen to a podcast and that's going to give us the key to, Pan, I don't know, the key to Pandora's box. I don't think that's the right. The key 
to the treasure box that's going to release freedom in our life. I, I do think that there can be some catalysts in things we read or listen to, but it ultimately involves other people. So think about that truth each day. I need others to get free. Porn wants me to stay alone. So what are ways that you can involve others in your recovery? So you're starting every day with an affirmation. You're just going to pick one. You, you might believe all these lies, but just pick one to focus on this week. Now, at the end of the day, in your journal or wherever you write things, whether it's Evernote or on your computer, in your phone, I want you to write an answer to this question. What lie or mistaken belief did I listen to today? And this doesn't mean you acted on it. It doesn't even mean um, that you acted out or relapsed. But was there any of these lies that came up? Did you find yourself thinking, man, I deserve something today. I deserve porn. Did you, did you, did, were you alone and kind of had that momentary thought of, hey, I'm alone. I could do something. Uh, did you start thinking about this again and going, you know, is it really that bad? Did you start weighing different types of things that you used to do with what you do now? What was it? Did you start to feel hopeless? Like, I can't do this. Is it impossible? Did you uh, find yourself wanting to just be alone, left alone with this, not have to deal with people? Did you not want to make a phone call today or talk to your accountability partner? Did you want to skip your meeting? Uh, What was it? Was there any sort of sense of just wanting to be left alone? So what lie or mistaken belief did you listen to today? And again, you didn't have to take action on it, but were you aware of any lies that came up? And finally, in that journal, whatever you wrote down, write the truth. What is the real truth for you? You know, porn is toxic to me. Even a little bit can make me sick. You know, the truth, I deserve good self-care. My needs are important. The truth, I can be seen. I'm worthy of love. When I'm alone, I can hold on to love in my heart. You know, the truth, I can't do this perfectly, but I can do this. I can take steps. I can keep moving forward. I can fail better. I can get stronger. My plan can get stronger. The truth, I need others to get free. Porn wants to keep me alone and isolated, cut off. What's the truth? Write down the truth. So that's it. Those are four, five lies, man. And those five lies, if you can master those lies with truth, you are going to recover faster. The faster you can root each one of these lies out of your life, the faster you can have whole recovery. Because these are five of the biggies. You get rid of these five, you're going to reduce 80 to 90% of the things that drive you to porn. And that's not an, an, uh, an overestimation. Sure, access to certain types of porn or devices and other parts in your environment can affect you. But you start dealing with these lies for real. You start really going towards truth. This will disrupt some of these patterns. You'll start to you'll start to realize, even if you act out, if you start to become aware of the lie, it's going to start getting louder and louder. Um, what the real truth is, you're not. It's not. You're not going to buy into the lie. The next time you notice that you're you're believing the I deserve this lie, you know, you're going to be reminded of this, that there's a truth that's that's behind that lie, that there's a truth that's being obscured and and you're going to want truth. The more that you recover, the more that you want to feel the same on the inside as on the outside, the more that you go towards the truth, the honesty. That's one of the indications of recovery. You still might be relapsing, but if you're committed to the truth and honesty, that's growth. All right. Well, that's about 
it for this uh, this episode. Uh, to ask a question or send an email, go to matt at pornfreeradio.com. Send an email to matt at pornfreeradio.com. I'm the only one who checks this email box. Please include your first name. And if there's anything you want me to keep private, please give me the heads up. Now, the show notes for this episode will be at pornfreeradio.com slash 75. If you'd like to comment on this episode um, or you know, uh, look at the show notes, go to pornfreeradio.com slash 75. I would love to hear from you, comment, question, or whatever. All right, I did make an announcement at the beginning of the show about our Patreon account. Support Porn Free Radio. Get signed up to support us. Start supporting us this month at pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. Pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. Porn Free Radio is sponsored by listeners like you. This is a resource that I created out of my own recovery for you to help you in your recovery. So contribute to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com slash contribute. Join us again next week for another new episode of Porn Free Radio. And just as a reminder, in two weeks on June 27th, we'll be announcing a new summer program that's a great opportunity for you to up your game in your recovery and really take action before the fall starts. So we'll do that and more in the next couple of weeks on Porn Free Radio. All right, guys, until next time, take hope and take action. Be well. Thanks for listening to Porn Free Radio at pornfreeradio.com. To work with Matt one-on-one, go to pornfreeradio.com forward slash coaching and help us get the word out by subscribing to Porn Free Radio in iTunes and leaving a rating and review.